From Homer, Alaska, I'm Chris Story, and this is The Backyard Millionaire. How to create wealth where you are with what you've got. Your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine your altitude. Ziggler. How can you win in any market, anywhere, anytime? Answer, it's easy. Three words. Buy, hold, gold. It's a three-word philosophy that translates into buy and hold equals gold. Buy, hold, gold. Just remember that. The expression about, you've heard it many, many times, time heals all wounds, right? Well, let's take, for example, that in 2007, you had purchased a duplex. Now, the history books of time will reflect that that was the world's worst time to maybe have made that investment because in 2008, 9, on into 2010, your duplex is worth far less than you'd paid for it. All right, let's stipulate that. Let's say, for example, you'd paid 300000 bucks for your duplex. Now, it's 2007. 2009 comes along and you say, you know what? I'm going to have it reevaluated. And you're told that it's worth two seventy five. But really, if you want to unload it, probably better list it at 250. Now you're looking at a loss of 25 to 50,000 bucks. That is, if you sold. Now, if you hold and you had held it, say in 2022, you go back and have the same duplex reevaluated, you would be told more than likely. Now understand this is an average, and this is based on a real life experience that I'm I'm literally telling you about, but just take it as an example in an average in 2022 same said duplex worth 480 to 495 thousand dollars okay this does assume that you purchased in the right area and you've done a modicum of maintenance i want to stipulate that you've done a modicum of maintenance you can't have let the property decline over the past you know 10 12 years you, you've been doing maintenance and you purchased you did due diligence and you purchased in a good area that has bounced back so now, instead of a $50,000 loss, you're looking at nearly a $200,000 gain because you held. Because you hold and you didn't sold, you've got gold. Do not try to grammatically unwind that. And let's compound this issue just a little bit. Pretend for just a moment that back in 07, when you made this investment of this duplex, okay, you were the winner, the successful winner of a bidding war. You got so excited about the property. You loved the income opportunity. You had the available monies for down payment. This was the timing in your life and the timing in the market you felt was perfect. You didn't want to lose it. And you paid the 300 and you were being told that that maybe was about 20, 25,000 over market value anyway but you wanted it, didn't matter to you. You wanted the property and then comes the crash and the correction of 08, 09, 10, on into 11. Fast forward, you've still won over time because you held. I have purchased properties in the past that I was told by those around me, hey, I think you're overpaying for this a little bit, but I knew time would not only heal that, but it would actually reward me for having been the successful bidder on that property. My cousin bought a really expensive piece of residential land right around 2007. Market fell apart shortly after. Land values in that area dropped like a rock. And when I say dropped like a rock, I mean to say if they were to be sold. They didn't really drop, but if you sold and you wanted to liquefy your, your asset in that moment in time, you were gonna have to give a discount. So in essence, prices dropped, values dropped like a rock. All right, we had a frank discussion. He called me up. 
And he was concerned. He was concerned that he had lost a lot of money. And I said, hold on. You've not lost a dime until or unless you sell right now. If you hold, it'll come back. We know it will come back. And if you've got the ability to hold on, you've got the income to, to either keep that asset there as real estate and, and feed the mortgage if you, or a loan if you've got it against it or a deed of trust, or if you just have the ability to keep the cash you've invested in it just sitting there, it will come back. Well, he did. He held on and the value came back strong. Of course it did. The big difference between holding land and a rental property, though, I want to make this distinction very clear, is holding land is, isn't really the lesson of this you know, podcast today at all. But it, it can happen. And with holding land, you don't usually get any rental income off of it. So real estate generally over time goes up. That's the main lesson here. Rental properties, not only you're going to go up in value over time, but they can see you through some dark times because the rentals are going to keep feeding you. The reality is when the market is at its worst, often residential rentals are absolutely at their best. Now take the pandemic, for example. And personally, Tiffany and I, we had a handful of tenants, about four tenants who worked for the same company. And that company closed operations in early 2020, like a lot of companies. But then this company took the next step towards disappearance. That's right. They went bankrupt, then disappeared from the face of the earth. And, um, you know, there was also, remember, an eviction moratorium put in place. So we held our breath for a long moment. And I'm here to tell you proudly and gratefully, we didn't miss one dollar of rent from these folks who'd been let go. So if you adopt an attitude of buy and hold, you will win. Your rentals will continue to pay you and feed you through the down times and the low in, lows in the market, the valleys in the market. So even if your aptitude right now is going to take some time to catch up, an attitude of buy and hold equals gold will serve you and it will give you the time it takes with that right attitude to let the market heal any mistakes or wounds that it inflicts upon you. Your attitude at work may be limited by what hours you can work. I mean, that's the beauty of this whole concept of becoming a backyard millionaire. You can have the best attitude in the world, but your altitude is going to be limited by what hours you can get from the boss and where you can go. There's a ceiling there. Undoubtedly, that ceiling is one you can't earn beyond at certain points in certain careers. And that's what's so exciting about this part-time gig of investing. You can buy and hold on the side. Yes, work full-time on your job. Absolutely. But as Jim Rohn famously taught, work part-time on your future fortune, full-time on your job. Go back to our example, say, of the duplex you purchased in 2007. You'd have rents over these years. You would have seen appreciation in the value of your property, close to you know half a million dollars at this point. You've enjoyed tax benefits all the way through your real estate ownership of that duplex. And oh, by the way, that value you've gained in the asset is 100% right now tax-free. That is until you sell it. And remember, not only have you realized an additional $185,000, $200,000 in net worth appreciation, look at the principal pay down on your initial loan, all paid down by, yep, other people. So you're gaining an appreciation and your debt is being paid down by your tenants. Remember, the backyard millionaire formula is owning and controlling four homes in your own backyard. Now, maybe they're duplexes or triplexes or fourplexes. Single family to fourplex. Let's just say you're going to own four in your own backyard. And you could take this example that we've been talking about here and multiply it by four. There's your million-dollar net worth. 
buy and hold literally equals gold. A philosophy that's going to serve you for the rest of your life, I promise you. I once worked for a retired attorney and his wife. They'd owned rentals, uh, everything from commercial, residential, and mini storages, and they worked at their investments like artists. It wasn't work. It was a joy. They enjoyed well into their 80s the thrill of collecting rents, solving problems, improving the curb appeal of their properties. They were constantly doing little things and engaged with handy people and painters, and they just loved it. It wasn't a drag to them at all. It was truly a joy because of their attitude towards it. Look, you may have a wonderful retirement or pension. Maybe you've got a 401k with matching investment from your employer, and that's fantastic. Still, by adding real estate to your portfolio, you'll be leveraging your future fortune even higher, and you'll be owning and managing your properties well into your decided retirement years. If you decide to retire, and if you're like me, self-employed, or um, maybe you simply don't have a retirement plan baked into your career or your job, then real estate may in fact be the keystone in your wealth and retirement. It may be the absolute plan and path that you're following. The truth is, the wealthiest people in the world invest in real estate. No matter what else they've got in other markets, no whatever, whatever else they've done, businesses they own, real estate is a central and key piece of their wealth creation. Not just maybe how they created it, but how they secure their wealth. Coming full circle, buy and hold, isn't an excuse to overpay or be stupid with your money. Absolutely not. You have to do your due diligence naturally. But don't be so afraid of a mistake that you end up doing nothing. Time is on your side. Remember Oscar from our previous podcast? He started at 55 and built a fortune. Yes, your attitude, not your aptitude, really will determine your altitude. You really can make a million bucks in your own backyard. I'm Chris Story. Until we meet again, remember, look forward, learn from your past, and never forget that the good life is lived right here in the present.